Lucy Johnson lives about three miles outside town. Her house is old, perched on top of a hand-stacked stone foundation that boasts a Civil War cannonball on one corner. A tired little building with floors that groan in protest as Nene trudges back and forth. She has a little sign hung from the front porch, painted it herself, a crystal ball and a couple of tarot cards, and fortunes red, block-lettered underneath. The money isn't much, but it keeps the lights on and pays for a bottle of wine now and again. A few years back, she was offered a job telling fortunes over the phone. Pay was a lot more steady, but there was a lot of guesswork involved. Nene don't like to guess when it comes to folks' fortunes. So she keeps on doing things her way, laying out cards, peering into the glass orb, and reading tea leaves or coffee grounds for the older women that like to have a proper visit and chit-chat while they have their fortune told. She pays attention to the details, and she ain't never steered no one far wrong. She creaks around the little house and sets it right for the evening, puts the tarot cards back in their wooden box, polishes the glass ball, and wraps it up before putting it in its case, too. She had one she used to leave out on the table, but the cats got to rubbing on it one night, and it cracked clean in half when it hit the floor. She brushes a few crumbs off the tablecloth and plants her hands on her hips. There, all neat and ready for the morning. The cats are sitting near the back door. When she turns on the light in the kitchen, they sing a little chorus, reminding her that it's dinner time and they have not eaten in oh so long. Hold on now. Don't get your tails in a knot. Nene lets them in then opens the bucket with the cat biscuits and portions some out into the row of saucers along the wall beside the fridge, touches each of the furry heads, and murmurs their names. Marble, Black Spot, Chester, Magnolia. It's Wednesday night, and that means tomato soup and crackers for dinner. She empties the can into a saucepan, adds water, and sets it on the burner to heat up. Out the front, there's a thump. Sounds like a car door, but it's too late for any clients to be dropping in. Nene frowns, trudges into the front room, and peers out the window. It's dark as dirt outside, but there's a truck parked in her driveway, engine running, and the headlights shining right on her porch. She squints through the window. Two men stand out there, one on either side of the truck. Not moving, just watching her house. She pauses, glances toward the yellow-lit kitchen where the phone is. Maybe she should call down to the Tanners and ask their mister to bring his shotgun up to check things out. But it's Wednesday, and she knows they won't likely be back from church yet. Probably just looking for directions. She runs her hand across her hair and opens the front door. Can I help you? The men come a few steps closer. The headlights illuminate them in halves, but their faces are still unfamiliar. The one on the left clears his throat. <clears throat> We're looking for Miss Johnson. You found her? Normally she gets a flush from that, a wave of satisfaction from helping someone out, even in something so small. But something about this just don't seem right. 
Nini puts her hand back on the doorknob, reassuring herself that she can go back inside and shut the door behind her. If you're wanting your fortunes told, you'll have to come back tomorrow. I'm done for the day. The one on the right shakes his head. We ain't here for no fortune telling. And something in his voice, flat and desperate, makes the hair on her arm stand straight up in alarm. She yanks the door open and scurries back into the house, just gets the bolt across as they start pushing on it. The old frame creaks under the stress, and she turns and runs for the back door. Ain't got time to pick up the phone, and the windows are all open. Another minute, and they'll be climbing through the screens. Nini busts out the kitchen door, the cats swarming her all bristle-tailed and trying to figure out what the hell is going on. She don't have much time to think. Her feet already running and running across the backyard toward the trail that leads behind the cornfields over to the tanner's place, certain that if she can just get there, she'll be safe.